The following audio is from The Springs Church. More information about The Springs Church is available at thesprings.cc. Well, good morning, Springs Church. Happy New Year. Well, that was not very good. Happy New Year. That was much better. If, uh, if you're joining us here and a, a regular member or joining us online, or if you're a visitor, you're most welcome. And in this new year, may the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This is Identity Sunday, and here in a minute, Brett Vanderzee is going to join me up here. And uh, like John Osborne said, this is our third year that the first Sunday for the past two years, this will be the third year, um, for the first Sunday of the year, we've decided to say this is who we are as a congregation. And we do that kind of in, in three different moves. We do it in to say, here's who we've been, and we kind of reflect on, on the year before, on 2023. Here's who we are right now, and here's who we hope to be. And so uh, here at the Springs Church, we are a church that's being transformed in the image of Christ so that anyone can find their way to God. And we do that three ways. We gather in the name of the Father, like we do right now and in other settings and connections groups and in other ways. We also grow, and we want to grow into the image of the Son. We're going to talk a lot more about that this year. And we also, not just to be a people that gather, when God gathers us, we grow, but then we also serve a God who is ascending God, something close to my heart. He's a missionary God. And so we are a congregation that goes by the power of the Spirit. So today, what we want to do is we want to talk about who we are in terms and in, in who, uh, who, we, who we've been, who we are, and who we want to be. And we're going to use Colossians chapter 1 to do that. We want to talk about who we've been and the ways that Christ has gone before us. We want to talk about who we are, the ways that Christ holds us together, the ways that Christ leads us here at this congregation. And we also uh, want to talk about who we hope uh, to be, to grow into the image of Christ, to be transformed, the resurrection power of Jesus. So we're going to be in, in Colossians 1, 15 through 20. It says this, the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all of creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things. And in him all things hold together. And he's the head of the body, the church, and he's the beginning, the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have supremacy. Let's pray. God, as always, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for your word. Your word made flesh, Jesus Christ, who is before us and in us. He's ahead of us. For we find our identity in Jesus Christ. We are thankful for that. So on this Identity Sunday, as we talk about who we are in you, 
and we hear your word in Colossians. Give us ears to hear. Give us hearts to follow. Give us bodies and lives that will obey. God, I ask for Brett and I for the gift of preaching. We pray in the name of your son who is before all things and in all things through all things have been made. We pray in his name. Amen. Amen. Colossians says he is before all things. Jesus Christ goes before us. He is the beginning and he is the end. And Jesus Christ has gone before us for all of last year in 2023 in many, many different ways. And it was a year of focusing on gather unity in Christ. And I think in many ways it was a really fruitful year for our church in 2023. And uh, one of the ways that he went before us was in uniting us. And that's a theme that we really honed in on. And we don't want to leave that behind this year. We see that even in our Colossians text going down to verse 19 and 20. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. So Jesus Christ is the one who makes peace. He's the one who unites us. And that's precisely one of the ways that he went before us in leading us into that unity in the past year. And so some of the ways we focused on that unity were in our Bible classes, it popped up, and of course in our sermon series as well. So we we started out talking about scattered and being gathered in unity. In Missions Month, we focused on better together. Uh, We had a series on being one in Christ. We had a summer guest series on united in Christ. In the fall, we looked at Philippians, one heart, one mind, one love, one spirit, And then we also talked about blessed are the peacemakers, that reconciliation and peace that happens in us and in the church and through Christ in the world. So we've focused on that through all of 2023. And one of the other ways that we were blessed in those sermon series was in our guest preaching series that happens every summer in June and July when Ben and I step away and you get to hear from some incredible voices in our congregation and also from outside. We had uh, Benjamin Williams, John Mark Hicks, we had Brad East and Stacy Bauman, uh, just some wonderful voices that came and spoke into our congregation. So it's been a wonderful year of focusing on unity and Ben and I have been talking. We don't want to leave that behind. We can never leave behind our focus on unity. It's one of the vital marks of the church is our oneness in Jesus Christ. But some of the other ways that Jesus went before us and blessed us in this last year were in the new faces and new people that got connected with us over the last year in 2023. So we had several, uh, a whole slew of couples and and people that placed membership in 2023. I hope I'm not missing anybody, but here's what we have on our list. The Fabres, the Deisters, the Acuffs, the Welches, the Turners, the Kudemans, the Batsons, and Janet Monilo. So that's really awesome. So many people joining us. 
And I know there are others of you who are starting to really get f- more fully involved and, and maybe thinking about placing membership this, this year. So we encourage you, take one step deeper with this church. But we're so grateful for everybody that has decided to walk with us together with Christ. Um, and we're also seeing some great ways that Jesus has gone before us on our staff. Um, we continue to have a wonderful crop of really fantastic interns that come in and and help and support and and do amazing work for us. We've got Daniel Hart and J.C. Santos and Libby Ballou. Uh, So they've done some wonderful work and they're continuing on with us this year. We also on our staff have Eli McCoy who has moved from college and young adults into the youth ministry and is doing a fantastic job there. Uh, so yes, give a round of applause. So wonderful. And Leah Redling then has moved from youth ministry to college and young adults and is totally killing it, doing a great job. Um, and she's also doing some work with new members as well. Yes, Leah as well. Yeah. She's doing work with new members as well and folks who are trying to get connected here. So if you are interested in getting further connected at the Springs, you'll want to attend one of our quarterly beginnings lunches that she's been planning. The the first one of those for the year is going to be on January 21st, just in a couple Sundays from now up in the gym. So contact Leah if you want to get connected. She's a great connector here at our church. And then, of course, we have Kendall Fike, who continues to be our director of children's ministry and also director of outreach. Um, And we're going to talk about this more later in the year, uh, but Kendall has some exciting, uh, an exciting transition happening. She is going to go from working at the Springs to heading to the mission field in Ecuador in January of next year. So let's give it up for Kendall. Ecuador's gain is our loss, but we are very excited to send her out, and you'll be hearing more about that. I know she's doing some fundraising right now, so we're proud of Kendall and what she's going to be doing. And we're really grateful for the way that uh, Jesus has gone before us in all sorts of other ways in this church, in the way that you all have shown your generosity in the spirit, the, the giving that Ben talked about last week, how we've got about 5,000 over our goal for missions, about 10,000 over our, our budget goal, um, in our connections groups, in our outreach and events that have been happening, in the ways that we've connected with our neighborhoods. And then, of course, missions, speaking of Kendall, is such a strength for this church. We have so many incredible missionaries that are around the globe. Just to remind you of the folks that are scattered across the world, the Brazzles, the Rorcassies, Jamie Boyle, we have Aram and Miriam in Athens, Jean-Vier and Claudine in Rwanda, we have the Osbournes in Japan, we have Predazan in Honduras, and we have the Whitmires down at Cross and Crown, as well as the Vikramans over in Singapore. So this church, through your generosity, is really reaching into all parts of the globe and blessing people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that continues to be a, a place to celebrate what the ways that Jesus has gone before us. 
We continue to work with our refugee ministry. Kelly and Kendall and Leah and JC have been doing some incredible work with Afghan refugees and uh, some connections in the Turkish community, our neighbors and friends around here. Uh, we have children's and youth classes and camps and milestones all year that happen. And perhaps no milestone greater, of course, than the baptisms that happen here. People putting on Christ and starting their journey through baptism. So we had Bergen Kaiser baptized last year. We had Noah and Eli Lankford. We had Matthew and Marion Kudeman. So let's give it up for those five folks. In all of these ways, Jesus Christ has gone before us and held us together in his cross. Colossians also says this, in him all things hold together, and he is the head of the body, the church. Colossians gives us this imagery that Jesus is holding all of us together. In my travels around the world, when I've gotten the privilege to speak to Christians all around the world, one of the things I'm always mindful and that I usually try to communicate when I'm there is to say, there is no reason for us to know each other except that Jesus has brought us together. And that really makes sense when I'm traveling around the world, but it also makes sense here. I may know you because I live in Edmond. There's lots of people that I may know, but I believe that we are here together and that we know each other and we're being held together because of Jesus Christ. And we're here because we recognize his lordship, his supremacy, and we're learning to submit to that together. And one of the ways that marks who we are as a congregation is that Christ holds us together in unity and that Christ is the head of the body, this church. And so we're here together and we know each other and we fellowship together and we learn and we praise and we grow together because Christ is holding us all together and he's the head of this church. Some of the ways that that manifests itself in our community is through our elders and our shepherding couples. I won't make them stand again because they were already up here once, but I just want to recognize them and say one of the ways that God leads, one of the ways he leads us and holds us together is through the leadership here. So uh, John and Kelly Osborne, Wes and Delisa McKenzie, Phil and Jane Lofman, Steve and Lisa Buck, Brad and Shelley Giddens, and then I have the honor and the privilege of serving as an elder along uh, with my, my wife Kim, shepherding couples. And I can tell you as one that has been shepherded by this group and that sits with them in these meetings that they are faithful, faithful men and women who love God and they deeply, deeply love you. And so I'm very thankful for our leadership. I will have our ministry staff stand because this is another important way that I think that God leads and is, is, is holding us together and is the head over this church, the way that he leads us. So we have Kelly Osborne, who's our executive minister right here. Uh, 
Brett Vanderzee and myself, we are co-preaching ministers, so we often like to say that if you don't like the preaching, just wait a Sunday. <laughs> and there's a reason why we don't tell you prior who's <laughs> preaching. Brett also, as you can tell, he's doing double duty today. No, Kelly, you got to stand up, stand up. Uh, I'm not going to make Brett stand up, but you got to stay standing up. Brett is also our, our worship and music minister. Uh, Leah Redling is our director of young adults and new members and engagement. Kendall Fike is our, our director of children's ministry and community outreach. Eli McCoy is the director of youth and families. And Caitlin Brown is our ministry assistant. So yeah, let's give them all a big round of applause. If I can remove myself from that group as well and just tell you, also being a part of this group, how faithful they are in serving and how deeply they love this congregation as well. But he not only holds us together with our elders and, and shepherding couples and our ministry staff, uh, we have delegates that serve and that lead in this congregation in many different ways. So I'm going to ask each of the delegates when I call your name to stand and remain standing, and then we'll give a round of applause at the end. So uh, our, our delegates, Brian Hickson serves as our missions team delegate. Holly Hickson serves on our prayer team, prayer team delegate. Cody Boyd is our delegate of communications. Delisa McKenzie is our benevolence delegate. Roger Dreyer and Victor Neal are transportation uh, delegate. Keith Varner is our safety team delegate. Ryan Stevenson is our adult education uh, delegate. Um, uh, Debbie Benedetti is our communion and volunteers delegate. And Jared Sism uh, is our international ministries delegate. And I also want to give a special recognition. Jason, Hin uh, Jason Henley has been serving uh, for a number of years now as our connections delegate. He has done a wonderful job. He has passion and energy, but he feels time. It's time feels this time to pass on the torch, and so Malia Mullins, as of this year, will take over as our uh, connections delegate. So, if we have both of those stand, and let's recognize all of our delegates and give our appreciation <laughs> for their service. So now you have no excuse. Once you hear about the ways that we want to challenge you to get involved and grow, you know at least some faces to go talk to. We have strong volunteers here, and we want to thank you for all of you that volunteer in the nursery, that teach classes, that work with our youth, that volunteer for the communion, that volunteer in the, 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 the sound and tech booth, on the worship team, those that give their time in mentoring and serving and reaching out and connecting with people, those that lead connections groups, we give you thanks because this is the way that Christ, one of the ways that Christ is holding us together and leading us. And Colossians says that all things were created through him and for him. And that means you and I. You were created through Christ and for him. And in all things we do here at the Springs, our identity is in the one who holds us together. It is Christ who holds us together, and he is the head of this body, this church. 
And we are thankful for this church and the ways that Christ holds us together and gives us our identity in him. And then in verse 18, it says, He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. Verse 15 says that Jesus is the firstborn over all creation. But then verse 18 tells us that he's also the firstborn from among the dead, meaning that Jesus is the first fruits of God's good future. Jesus is the foretaste of God's future for us, our hope in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, because Jesus is our firstborn from among the dead. So he goes before us and he goes in front of us into the future as well. And so what we have planned for focusing on this future year is to focus on the theme of grow into the image of Jesus Christ. Grow into the image of Christ. That is our plan, is to focus. It's one of our rhythms here at the Springs. We gather in the name of the Father. We grow into the image of the Son, and we go through the power of the Holy Spirit. We do that every year, but this year especially, we want to focus in on what it means to grow further and further into the Jesus who is the firstborn from among the dead. And so one of the ways we're going to do that, again, is through our, our study of God's Word together and the focus that we have there with our preaching plan in 2024. So we have some series uh, still shaping up, and we're excited about those. Uh, but we have a missions month coming up where the theme is going to be about you will be my witnesses. We have, uh, we'll come back to the Word of the Lord series. We plan on spending time in Colossians, as we are this morning, preaching through the book of Colossians. We have a sermon series planned for the seven deadly sins and the corresponding virtues that go along with those that we're really excited to tell you more about. Uh, but then this coming month, in just the next few weeks, we have a three-week sermon series plan that's called Growing Into. And so for three weeks, Ben and I are going to talk about growing into purpose, growing into belonging, and then finally at the end of the month, growing into testimony. And one of the reasons we focus on testimony at the end is because that is also one of our focuses for this year uh, and it's an exciting program that I got to tell you about uh, a few months ago, but maybe uh, if you didn't hear it, we are getting to implement this program at the Springs in 2024. It's called Testimony HQ. Uh, it's a Lilly Endowment-funded program run through the Perkins School of Theology down at SMU in Dallas. I literally just got back in last night at about 7 p.m. from the two-day training that we had, and I'm really, really excited to share more with you, but basically for the, for the year of 2024, we're going to be spending a lot of time learning how to share more of our God stories, learning how to testify to what we see God doing in our lives, and so for the first half of the year especially, uh, we have a great Testimony HQ team uh, that's been assembled, and, and they're fired up and ready to go. Um, but for the first half of the year, we'll focus especially on telling God's stories inside of our congregation. And then in the second half of the year, we plan to turn that outward with an external project of community engagement through testimony. So I'm really, 
really excited for that, excited for the way that we can grow into the image of Christ by talking about the way we see Christ moving in our lives. And we're going to be planning to grow in all kinds of other ways, right? We grow into Christ's image through the regular rhythms of what it means to be the body of Christ as his church. So we grow when we spend time together in our connections group. We, we grow when we spend time together in fellowship at the welcome table on Wednesdays throughout the year. We grow right now through Sunday morning worship. We're being changed and transformed. Our hearts are being pricked by the Holy Spirit to change further into the image of Christ. We grow through our volunteer work. We grow as we teach, as we attend classes and learn more about the Word of God. We grow through our service, through our benevolence, through our work with refugees, with welcoming the stranger. We grow through our giving and through our events and the ways that we engage with the community. We grow through prayer, through all of the regular rhythms of what it means to follow Jesus. We grow into Christ's image, and growing into Christ's image is transformation. We grow into his image as we engage in the work and ministry of Christ so that he may have supremacy in all things in our lives and in this church. So Brett's going to step away as we get ready to worship together again. But as we finish up Identity Sunday, and as we enter into a new year, one of the things that always happens in a new year are New Year's resolutions. I'm sure you've made yours, or maybe you've made so many and broken them that you've just given up making New Year's resolutions. Anybody there? All right. Well, so, so you're, you're already halfway there to where I'm going. You know, I looked it up. It won't surprise you that one of the number one New Year's resolutions or goals is to be more healthy or to lose weight or to go to the gym. It's the number one, one of the top, top goals. I just saw a reel or, or a little meme of a guy walking into the gym with his headphones on, and it just, the caption read, going to meet all my gym buddies January 1st. <laughs> going to meet all my new gym buddies. And then I'm sure those that go to the gym also after about the first week when there's like 500 more people at the gym than normally are at the gym, they can't wait until two, three, four weeks later until it clears back out so they don't have to stay in line to use one of the pieces of equipment. Am I right? I made the mistake of going to the gym the other day like everybody else in Edmond. Why is it that so many of us make these New Year's resolutions and they don't last? Often we think of transformation as some big event or big goal, losing weight, getting healthy, something big, something radical. But transformation is often not about something big just happening or an immediate change. This is what we expect when we talk about transformation. But this is why we fail. Really, Transformation, if you talk to experts, it's not about these big goals. It's about small practices that change us over time. 
It's about deciding. I'm not going to lose weight. I'm just going to get up every morning and do 10 push-ups. And then when that's not hard, I'm going to do 15 every morning. And then three months later, I may get to 20. And then six months later, I may be able to do 50 push-ups. It's not going, I want to run a marathon this year. It's first just getting off the couch and going and walking a mile or a half a mile. (laughs) And then you increase over time. In fact, James Clear says in his book, Transforming Atomic Habits, he says this. He says that our habits, we don't rise to the level of our goals. We actually fall to the level of our daily practices. What it means to grow into the image of Christ is to be transformed. We believe here that we are being transformed to the image of Christ so that anyone can find their way to God. But more often than not, transformation, it happens in small ways. No doubt, God does amazing things and can transform our lives immediately, and we've all seen it. We've experienced it on one level or another. And to deny that God can just transform things in radical ways is to not be a person of faith, but also to deny that God can't transform us in small ways over time. Maybe even in such small ways that we don't even notice unless we're really paying attention. That often than not, transformation happens in small ways over time. We also expect growth to be comfortable. And we all want to grow and transform our lives until it gets uncomfortable. That's when we quit. So as I was talking to ministry staff and the leadership and elders, and one of the things we want to challenge everyone here in 2024 is we talk about growing to the image of Christ. And we talk about transformation. We want you to intentionally engage in discomfort. But it doesn't have to be major, like it can be just in small ways. So for example, you say, well, I don't really have time. Well, sometimes making time is uncomfortable. It takes a little bit of effort to make some time. Just making it a bit more time. Or you may see someone that's that's in the congregation and you're like, have I met them before? But you resist. I know I do this not going up to them and talking to them because you're like, I don't want to introduce myself. And they're like, oh, yeah, I, I know you. It's like, are you new here? No, I've been here for like three years. You ever, I know I'm not alone in that. But it's taking a little discomfort and say, I'm never going to get to know you unless I become a little uncomfortable. I'm never going to grow in that relationship unless I just reach out. We want you to be able to see a need. If you see a need, don't just see it. Go and meet it. We want you to engage in connections groups and a welcome table. We want you to volunteer in nursery, with the nursery, with kids' classes or the youth group. We want you, if you're gifted, to teach an adult class. We want you to get involved in friends speak or working with refugees. If you're not giving, we want you to be generous and give. We want you to be all in benevolence. 
There's lots of different events for you to get involved with and grow. If you need to step up and invite your neighbor to church, meet with someone for coffee, follow along in our day, daily Bible reading plan, or just pray. Pray for the people that are next to you, that you know need God's comfort and care and encouragement. This is a year for growth. And that starts by getting up and getting involved. Transformation starts by engaging. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And we want each of you and all of us collectively to grow into the image of Christ in 2024. Will you stand and sing?